Section 13 of Captain Billy's Whizbang, Volume 2, Number 13, October 1920. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Captain Billy's Whizbang, Volume 2, Number 13, October 1920, by W. H. Fawcett. Smokehouse Poetry, Part 2. The Little Red God. Here's a little red song to the god of guts, who dwells in palaces, brothels, huts. The little red god with the craw of grit, the god who never learned how to quit. He's neither a fool with a frozen smile, nor a sad old toad with a cask of bile. He can dance with a shoe-nail on his heel, and never a sign of his pain reveal. He can hold a mob with an empty gun and turn tragedy into fun. Kill a man in a flash, a breath, or snatch a friend from the claws of death. Swallow the pill of assured defeat and plan attack in his slow retreat. Spin the wheel till the numbers dance and bite his thumb at the god of chance. Drink straight water with whiskey soaks or call for liquor with temperance folks. Tearful stand at the graven stone, yet weep in the silence of night alone. Worship a sweet white virgin's glove, or teach a courtesan how to love. Dare the dullness of fireside bliss, or stake his soul for a wanton's kiss. Blind his soul to a woman's eyes, when she says she loves, and he knows she lies. Shovel dung in the city mart, to earn a crust for his chosen art. Build where the builders all have failed, and sail the seas where no man has sailed. Run a tunnel, or dam a stream, or damn the men who finance the dream. Tell a pal what his work is worth, though he lost his last best friend on earth. Lend the critical monkey elf a razor, hoping he'll kill himself. Wear the garments he likes to wear, never dreaming that people stare. Go to church if his conscience wills, or find his own in the far blue hills. He is kind and gentle, or harsh and gruff. He is tender as love, or he's rawhide tough. A rough-neck rider in spurs and chaps, or well-groomed son of the town, perhaps. And this is the little red god I sing, who cares not a wallop for anything, that walks or gallops, that crawls or struts, no matter how clothed, if it hasn't guts. Me for the Caveman by Charles C. Waltz I want a caveman rugged and tough To bite my neck and treat me rough To hold me whether I screech or bluff For me the caveman's stuff I want a caveman who can pick me up Slam me around like an ornery pup Out of his hand I would eat and sup Me for the caveman's stuff I want a caveman when I've the blues to take me and shake me out of my shoes 
to swear by note in lurid hues, me for the caveman's stuff. I want a caveman just for luck. I'll not be any sissy's duck. I'm no honey or any such truck. Me for the caveman's stuff. The Profiteer by George D. Brewer When God made the buzzard, the toad and the snake, as well as the worm and the rat, he stirred what was left of the entrails and ends in an airtight asbestos vat. From this corrupt mass of intestines and muck, he skimmed the most rancid I hear, and took it away to a corner of hell, and from it produced a food profiteer. Explosion of Pedigreed Cat With apologies to Captain Billy's Explosion of Pedigreed Bull A Persian kitty, perfumed and fair, Strayed out through the kitchen door for air, When a tomcat, lean and lithe and strong, And dirty and yellow came along. He sniffed at the perfumed Persian cat, as she strutted about with much eclat, and thinking a bit of time to pass, he whispered, Kiddo, you sure have class. That's fitting and proper, was her reply, as she arched the whiskers over her eye. I'm ribboned, I sleep in a pillow of silk, and daily they bathe me in certified milk. Yet we're never contented with what we've got, I try to be happy, but happy I'm not, and I should be joyful, I should indeed, for I certainly am a high pedigreed. Cheer up, said the tomcat with a smile, and trust your new-found friend a while. You need to escape from your backyard fence. My dear, all you need is experience. New joys of life he then unfurled, as he told her tales of the outside world, suggesting at last, with a luring laugh, a trip for two down the primrose path. The morning after the night before, the cat came back at the hour of four. The look of her innocent eye had went, but the smile on her face was the smile of content. And in the after days when children came, to the Persian kitty of pedigreed fame. They weren't Persian, they were black and tan, and she told them their pa was a travelling man. End of section 13 Recording by Alan Mapstone